Welcome to this week's episode of EJ Nerds Debates. As always, I'm Eric Weirda along with Jordan and Angie. And uh, I know the segments the past uh, few weeks have been a review of WandaVision, but episode four came out and this is a last minute decision. We decided there's so much to unpack. We're just going to dedicate this episode to episode four of WandaVision. So if you haven't seen it, Major spoiler alerts, you can go ahead and skip this episode for now, if you want. Jordan? Wow, what an episode, Eric. Um, You know, uh, the thing that I think Marvel, just as an overall, does such a great job of, is they, they pay off the viewers with really good epic payoffs as far as their shows and their movies. And even if you're watching something that maybe you're not 100% on board with, um, you know, it they will the payoff will be there, and at this point, you just have to trust Marvel. And for anybody that was like on the fence about episodes one and two, you know, and even most of episode three, if, if you were one of those people, which I wasn't, um, I absolutely loved how different and funky and weird they were. Uh, man, episode four was a payoff, dude. Um, just, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Wow, it was. A lot, um, a lot to unpack, uh, and we're just going to dive right into it. Uh, we finally get to see uh, the time frame, which a lot of us thought um, it was going to be after it was going to be after Endgame, and we do get that confirmation. Well, and you get a confirmation, and you also get the perspective of what the blip looked like from you know. You the see un-blipping. this, yeah, the unblipping, the unsnapping, whatever the hell you want to call it. Um, but like to me, when you watch Endgame, you're like, "Oh my god, they're all back!" But then when you see this in that opening two to five minutes, man, it's like, "Holy crap!" This is what it looked like in the real world. <laughs> you know, people getting open heart surgery suddenly reappearing. You know, yeah, that that would be. It was very interesting. Very well done how they did it. Um, oh, beautifully done. Reversing reversing Monica Rambo. Uh, we find out she's in the hospital with her mom um, and she's running around like crazy. And as you just said perfectly, you get the perspective finally of the people that... The world. <laughs> blipped and didn't blip. And yeah. it, was on, it was kind of a cool point and it just got my mind going, like, imagine the chaos. Yeah, like, <laughs> would... what if you were on an airplane and you got blipped back? What? Yeah, I don't know. I... There's so many, like, questions that you really couldn't logically answer, but, like, just that alone. Yeah, I thought I thought they did a great job with that one. Um, and then he finally, so we got the confirmation of that. Got to see what it was like. Uh, when the world did resume because the only two things we got were were Scott Lang looking out and seeing the trees move and the birds chirping and Hawkeye's phone ringing. Yep. Um, those are the only things that we knew like, oh, it worked. Great. And you but got this- a little bit in Spider-Man. Yeah. Uh, was it Far From Home where like the kids reappear in school or something? Yeah, they did. Uh, it was again, it just, Endgame it just made 2. It look, Endgame 2, the reuniting. Yeah, you see yeah. Ned and 
and Peter get reunited and everyone sort of get that. But this gave the true perspective of as it happened type, I would say. Yeah. And this is the first two to five minutes of the show, not even five minutes. It's like the first two minutes of the show. Yes. And they've already created something that I want to, I want to read like a book. I don't read books often, dude. I would love it if they made like a book of just like, not even evolving superheroes, just what the real world was like when that blip came back and just how that, like, I, I would, I would eat that up in a second. Yeah, can we get Marvel on this um, to make a movie? Like, right. They make, they've made how many like Cloverfield shit movies? Yeah. Can we make like the blipping? <laughs> yeah. Like just, just again, it does it, it doesn't have to be a superhero. It could be like a minor, like, non-hero character and just follow their adventure through the real world after the blip happens uh, i don't know so i don't want to get hung up on it but um yeah anyway, so to kind of keep it going so then monica comes back and we find out that eric you were 100 right i love being right sword. yeah well sword is real um it's very real in fact the name rambo didn't hit me until we actually saw her mom's picture when she gets back to the sword facility, Captain Marvel's uh, best friend. Exactly, which man that hurt that 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 hurt me just knowing that she passed away. Yeah, she beat cancer. You know, her daughter's gone, and then while her daughter's gone, she dies from cancer again. Like, oof, that's some again, that's some real shit we all deal with. Yeah, I mean that that is the they and again. I like that they did the reality of how uh, how that can affect it, and it's just. Like, I think they again perfectly did it where you're where you see people reemerge from the blip, the chaos, and then the doctor's like, Oh, she died three years ago. Yeah. Oof. And reality. Ouch. Yeah. In reality, what was the time frame is something like to the people it, that blipped three weeks? It was, it was, the people that blipped was like three weeks, but in real world, it was like five years. Yeah. And the mom had died two years previously or three years previously. Yeah, the so. time frame, the timeline's interesting. Like, welcome yeah. Marvel. <laughs> we want the blip movies. Come on. Yeah, I want to see what happens. So she comes back. She meets this new director guy, which I've got more on him. I don't know if you looked up stuff on him, uh, but something I've got a, something doesn't sit right with him. Well, I okay, I'll get into it right now just to kind of hit it. So his name is Tyler Hayward. This is how like sweaty I went this week, guys. His name is Tyler Hayward. I didn't know this. I never watched Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., but evidently there was a character on that show called Brian Hayward. Yes. Who they turned into a super soldier, like Captain America, except he was a Hydra agent. So I'm wondering, is he Hydra? Because, again, we've heard Hydra in the show already. We've, we've heard the name Hydra dropped in that commercial. Um, or... Another thing for me would be if he's not Hydra, is this secret invasion stuff? I know we've talked about it on multiple podcasts. You know, could he be a scroll? But he, he's definitely not a good guy, I don't think. Yeah, I'm going to touch on that a little bit. Um, he, uh, I don't think he is either. Um, she said, I mean, I mean, there's not many things you can do there, but Maria Rambo was the director of that sword facility. So in those three years, they've just had interim people. They haven't had, yeah, the acting head of shield or sword. Yeah. So 
Yeah, I mean, and that actually does, I would say, could be a squirrel because the time frame does line up with that. I mean, this yeah. is after this is after everything with Endgame. Uh, we know that they've already pretty much been on Earth, but yeah, we just don't know how. Yep. And so, I think so this, then we've... I think this episode overall um, left us with more questions than answers. Well, what it did, but then it also answered a bunch. And I, I'll just. I want to. So we finally get we get Jimmy Woo back, which I'm not an Ant Man and the Wasp guy or Ant Man in general. I didn't hate those movies. They just didn't. That character doesn't do much for me. Neither of them really. They're awesome though. I mean, I'm not disregarding their importance in MCU, but I, Jimmy Woo, the first time he meets Monica, Monica's grounded. She's got to go hunt down, or he's got to go hunt down this missing person. Who I've seen all these theories about who this missing person is. Oh, it's a female, it's a female. Okay, they actually specifically said in the episode it's a guy. So he's hunting a male. Yep. Um, but Monica meets him and he does the card trick from that Scott Lang taught him. From Batman and the Wasp. Yes. And that's just again such a little thing that if you're a Marvel fan, you're like, oh cool. You know, hey, that's the card trick. Because it's been, you know, five years, three years, whatever since Scott Lang taught him that trick. So, you know, the fact that it's been five years, he's had some time to practice. <laughs> and, um, but yeah, so they are outside of what they think is Westview until they meet these two cops who have no recollection of Westview ever existing, even though there's clearly a freaking sign that says Westview. And that's kind of when I think things start to go downhill pretty quick. Um, and that's when, you know, the one thing about this episode that I love is that Jimmy Wu, I think, is the viewers in this episode. You know, because just everything he does and every question he asks is the same things we've been asking. You know, yes. even going later on with his whiteboard. But, they, um, uh, they did do a great job with that of bringing Jimmy Wu in and him sort of writing. Basically, I think if we had access to a whiteboard like they did in this episode, we'd be writing a lot of questions. I think, I think those those questions on that whiteboard, without going back and listening to the last There's definitely some symbolism player. here. There's yeah. definitely some symbolism. Yeah, he, he's asking questions we've asked. Um, and then we also get another person back, Eric. And I, you know, this is somebody I thought of you immediately. Um, Wonder why. Yeah, well, you have a crush on Kat Dennings. And yes, I, do. I don't blame you because she is a very attractive female, but she's also a really cool character in the MCU that we haven't seen since Thor 2. Correct. Um, Darcy Lewis. Yes, and she... Doctor. Doctor, doctor. Darcy Lewis. Doctor, yeah, not missed. She, she got her doctor. Yeah, yeah. And again, that's just one of those little things. It's this side character in a movie you haven't seen since 2013. And, they, and in one line, you get all of her progression in the last you know, time since it's been, is that she has continued to be an astrophysicist and she is a doctor now and you will not insult her intelligence. <laughs> no. Um, but so then we go from that, Kat Dennings meets Jimmy Woo. Well, Kat Dennings actually discovers the WandaVision show, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah, she, she like discovers... she like 
she picks she up discovers on the radio frequency. It through the through the signals yeah. and has the line I'm gonna need an old TV like one that's not flat which <laughs> says a lot about the age we're in and how she's figuring out how to break the signals which just yeah also can somebody get her a cup of coffee please how many times did she ask in this episode <laughs> yeah Quite and nobody can get this beautiful amazing doctor astrophysicist that's you have all of these intelligent people in a room and this person's the one that's like breaking the code nobody can get her a freaking cup of coffee or even bring her a keurig god <laughs> um but so Mon- I fine. I yeah, I'm sure. That. Yeah, I I would imagine you would go to Columbia, personally pick the beans, roast them, and then deliver her the coffee yourself. Yes. Um. But so Monica gets sucked in to Wandavision, and then we start getting a lot of we get answers. Um. Yes, you know the helicopter, Eric. I don't remember what we speculated on the first episode of what the helicopter was, but I, I think... yeah, it was, I was on the fence in that when I saw the helicopter, it was in color and it was, it turns out to be a sword drone. Um, I mean, I saw the logo on there, but I didn't know how yeah, it got there. Um, and so I thought, Okay, it's there's a drone of some sort, so I don't know how that's going to tie in. It, it, I was just questioning a lot of things when in that first yeah, the first episode. two or three episodes, you get a lot of these those little things that you know they wanted you talking about. And I give Marvel credit again; there's payoff. So hey, now you know that chopper wasn't a symbolism for her past with Tony Stark. Though there's an interesting observation I'll talk about later about some of these things and how they tie in. Um, but then you also get an explanation for the radio. Yes, we find out who the voice is. Yep. Which is, I think uh, you maybe called that. I, I want to say you, if it wasn't on the podcast, I think we talked about that. Jimmy Wu was not, gonna be, was not my guess. I don't um, remember who it was. I, I thought it was... <laughs> I said Sword was doing yeah, this. I mean... Um, I wasn't expecting the FBI. Yeah, technically, but he's um, working with sword. Yeah, you're you're not wrong, <laughs> um, but you're not right. So that makes you half right. Yeah. yeah <laughs> um, I'll yeah. take it. And then the beekeeper. Uh, yeah. We find out. Yes, that was that was an interesting one um, because he's in the hazmat suit and. Then all of a sudden he comes up from the sewer with the swarm around him. So it didn't really it answered how he got in to Westview, but it doesn't answer it still doesn't answer who because we never really saw his face. The only thing and, you know is that his name is Agent Franklin. Yes. And that when he crosses the barrier into Westview, the cord or cable they haven't connected to gets cut off and that's one of my favorite part of the episodes is when they reel it back in and it's a freaking jump rope yeah one of the yeah it turned into the cord turned into one of those plastic gym class jump ropes that if you 
hit yourself with them would leave a welt. Very, very safe. Very safe. Yeah. So here's my observation now that we got to that. So the drone, when Monica flies it in, if you look at it, it's red, blue, and gold. It's Captain Marvel colors. When it lands in Monica's world, it's Iron Man colors. And then when they pull the jump rope out, it's red, white, and blue. Captain America colors. Don't know if there's a tie in there or if that means anything, but you've got three little nods to Avengers that were just involved in Endgame. Iron Man, of which is dead. Captain Marvel's off doing God knows what in the galaxy. And Captain America, I believe in this timeline, though they've messed up the timeline so much, I'm not sure, is an old man that had his life with Peggy Carter. Correct. So just a little tidbit there that they are continuing to sprinkle Avengers stuff in here. Um, yes, and they do, and, and there's that conversation between Darcy and Jimmy that when they're watching it is, so there's two Avengers in this. <laughs> Look, and they're talking about Wanda and Vision. Yeah. And they even write the question that we've asked, is Vision really alive? And oh. they do that. I think one of the biggest mind, like, weird, like, five seconds was he walks back in the house and Wanda looks at him and it's his lifeless body. Vision corpse. His lifeless body without the, without the stuff. I'm getting chills thinking about how terrifying that was to see. That, that, was, the, that was quite terrifying to see, like, actually. It went from, this show has gone from a like 1950s and 60s like sitcom to kind of like a mystery to oh my god now it's a horror movie because in that five seconds that we saw him like that it scared the hell out of me because his eyes were all glossed over and his face is all gray and you could see like the cracks in his head from when Thanos ripped the Mind Stone out um oh my god yeah. oh my god yeah, no, this this episode really, yeah, it, it had everything. <laughs> um, it really did. Um, I do uh, do think there was, there has to be some things that I came up with where maybe, I don't know who's doing this. I mean, we know S.W.O.R.D. is here. We still don't know who's in full control uh, at the end of the episode. At the end of the episode, Monica goes, it's Wanda. It's all Wanda. Is it, yeah. though? I so mean, that's been the, that, that's from her view, it's all her, but I don't know. I mean, it's the Mephisto it's still, theory is still there. Well, it could, be, it could be Agatha Harkness. Speaking of which, this is one of my big things. And I know I caught this, and I'm glad other people I've read online did. When they're identifying the people that are in WandaVision as real people, did you notice that the one person that's on that board that they could not identify was Agnes? Yep. Okay. Because I I saw that and immediately wrote that down. I'm like, wait a minute. Everybody has a driver's license except Agnes. And 
interestingly, the one character that has been featured that they didn't really find there, there's not even a picture of Dottie on the board. I don't know if that was an intentional omission or a non-intentional omission. Um, but yeah, Agnes does not have an ID. Mm-hmm. And the fast, first thing I thought was, oh man, I, I still don't, I've changed. I'll get to like my ultimate theory at the end of the episode, but my theory on what's going on here, I'm getting away from the Mephisto thing. I think there's another villain possibly involved that I never thought of until I've kind of had it broken down for me that who it could be. Um, but man, that they're keeping that they're they are keeping the Mephisto theory alive with that. Yes, they are. And one of the other things too, I mean, Jimmy Wu on the whiteboard wrote it down and asked it, what's with the hexagons? Now the symbolism I caught is they're the shapes of the infinity stones. Mm-hmm. And if it is indeed Wanda. Is she going to? Is she did she create the hexagon hexagonal shapes of Westview as a memory to Vision because he had the Mind Stone? Could be. There's definitely that. That's not an accident that you keep seeing that shape. I'm realizing everything in the show is placed for a reason. Everything is intentional, and whether they get to it or not, they may or may not. But there's an explanation for everything in the show. And, um, you know, Eric, I think you're spot on. I, I, I'm kind of done with the Infinity Stones, personally. Like, I'm kind of just, okay, we've had like 23 movies in like over 10 years. Can we maybe think of another motivation for characters to do bad things and bad things to happen other than the Infinity Stones? But I think for this particular show, I think it's pretty vital considering vision's indestructible head yes yeah that is that's the first time i've come up with the infinity stones for this for the post infinity saga um but that's kind of my thing i mean monica goes and think says it's wanda it's all wanda um and now looking back um, when we first meet geraldine when they're at the country club pool or club community pool wherever that meeting was and there's in the in the when darcy and jimmy are watching it you get the i'm and she pauses like she doesn't have a name and i didn't even catch that in the it's like you can tell wanda is filling in the cracks or somebody is is filling in the cracks of her story because it just fits the whole narrative that we've talked about. So that every character's story on the like the sitcom isn't filled in completely. You get a name, you get a couple of generic things about them, but you don't get anything about them specifically. Even Wanda and Vision, you know. Um, and just to kind of go back real quick, the last thing I'll talk about the Mind Stone. The one thing that um, Darcy mentions is that the energy coming off it is the CMBR. I forgot to write down what it means, um, but I did look it up and it comes from the Mind Stone. So if Wanda is giving off this energy and it's coming from the energy of the Mind Stone, the one thing I think that this kind of disproves the theory of is that there's going to be mutant involvement. I think they're going to go with the Eternals 
and bring mutants in that way. And I think that makes a lot more sense um, anyway. But I just, I wasn't sure if mutants were a tie-in on this show just because this show has been planned out for so long. But yeah, so I I think, I don't want to say it confirms it, but I'm pretty sure that kind of says, hey, if, you know, this energy or this force field coming off of this bubble Wanda's created, you know, it's got to be coming from the Mind Stone, which would disprove any theory of mutant. I mean, I could be wrong, but. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I think they, I'm a firm believer that Wanda is a, is a mutant um, because we do, because Pietro is one <laughs> and they're twins. So I do believe that, um, that the mutant, it's just they haven't gotten to it yet, but I believe they were mutants. Uh, but yeah, the the cosmic microwave background is that what it was? Yes, yeah, thank you. Yes, is the is the big thing here, uh, based off the. I mean, it is coming. It is from the real uh, Big Bang cosmology, yep. but that's what it's based on. And then, yeah, it just gives off so much. There's so much of it going on, and that's how they discover that it's a sitcom world. And then, and they figure out how to, they're trying to figure out how to communicate. And which I, I love that Darcy's involved with the show. Yes. Like, I love that she's like, oh man, I, I love the show. Or she says something like that. Like, God damn. Like, yeah, they, she, she's invested in one vision. Yeah. Like, they, they took this episode and made it made it more I'm trying to think made it more that's very meta like yeah meta and then they made it like that they're trying to figure out how it works but they're also like us the audience yeah it's very it's almost fourth wally like not directly talking with the camera but it's like hey we know for three episodes you've been asking these questions. We're going to give you some characters that we're going to put in the situation and they're going to ask the same ones you're going to ask. They're going to answer a couple of them through little things, but they're going to unlock a hell of a lot more. Um, I know I have one, Eric, and maybe I'm looking too much into this. but So we finally figure out that Monica doesn't just get like thrown out of WandaVision. She gets blasted through like, I don't know, twenty five walls. Yes. When Wanda loses her shit, and it just made me wonder. And again, I'm probably looking too much into it, but if you and I got put through a wall, we would be hurting a little bit, maybe even two, but twenty walls. That feels kind of like something somebody with a superpower would be able to survive. And be okay. Now, as far as we know, she could have a broken back because you didn't really. She just woke up at the end of the episode. You didn't actually see her move or do anything. So it made me wonder. Right? Does Monica have superpowers? Because she's they they put the photon nickname in there earlier with Maria. Now this chick's getting blasted through walls. She's taking a blast from Scarlet Witch. A, I guess we could say unleashed Scarlet Witch. And seems to be okay. I wonder, do, does she have powers? I believe she does. I, I believe she does. 
Um, and I think they're going to reveal that. Um, that would be awesome. Later in the, later in the series. Um, just, I think that, um, because, yeah, as you're right, you don't, you don't uh, really see, you don't really know that. And then, but then as you just pointed out, hey, I'm going to, I'm, she gets blasted through all these walls and survives it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, even if she's hurt real bad, she survived that. And she got thrown from a high distance. Like, we see her come flying out of that portal. It's not like she just walked out of the portal. She got thrown from the sky. Yeah. So, I don't know. I, I just, I think this show has a lot of Captain Marvel ties to it. Because then I, I'm also thinking about you. Especially this past episode. Yeah. Yeah. Like, they're just, to me, they're giving Carol a lot to work with now for Captain Marvel 2. Because now she's got to deal with the fact that Maria's dead. Because I'm assuming she doesn't know. Yeah, she she came back to Earth for four seconds and the end game scene, and that was it. You know, like she she doesn't know that. She doesn't know Monica's okay. She doesn't know Monica was blipped and then unblipped. Like I I'm really looking forward to seeing the repercussions of all of this from this this show alone and how it's gonna affect Captain Marvel and where it's gonna take that. So, and we'll find out in 2022 when Captain Marvel 2 God comes out. Bless. God <laughs> uh, bless. Because Monica, I believe, is going to be a big part of that one. She's got as be. well. Um, taking be. over, taking over her mom. I think you're going to see. I think you're going to see that, and then team up. Yes. So we'll, yeah, it's going to be an interesting way to do that. Um, so I, I've got another villain. I think is involved in this too, Eric. Okay. I think Dormammu is involved in some way. Ooh, I like it. Now, I think I've only actually watched Doctor Strange through, I think, once or twice, because I think you actually have to be high on something to actually fully understand that movie. Um, but I think they banished him to like another reality or something like that. Yeah, he. Uh... Yeah, it's bringing the. They did, and it's just a lot going on with. He's Dormammu. got a lot going on. And, but uh, I could see it, man. I could see him. Like Wanda, if Wanda's giving off this energy and she's like, she's, you know, to use an X Men reference, if this was Cerebro, you know, she's like the Dark Phoenix. She's like breaking Cerebro. So everybody that's superhero has got to feel her in some way. You know, and I just, I wonder if he, that's why I'm leaning less towards Mephisto and maybe even more towards him because he's already a character that we know. We've established it. And you've got, I just, I can't help but think Doctor Strange, I don't, I don't think he's going to pop up in the show, but like, you know, I just, knowing that they're having a movie together makes me go to that character. Yeah, that was actually one of my, that was going to be one of my things because we still don't know. We got a lot of, like I said, we got a lot of questions answered, but we still don't have the big question answered as in who's controlling Westview. (laughs) Um, And it, there's so many things out there. It's Wanda, it's Mephisto, it's 
the witch Agatha Harkness. Is it Doctor Strange? <laughs> like, is, uh, is it being controlled by an Avenger Doctor Strange? Like, what? We don't know. I mean, that's, yeah. that's what makes it so fun. <laughs> so here's another little thing, too, is that if you notice, I had to go back and watch because I didn't catch this. But at the end of, like, the WandaVision on the episode, did you notice Vision's face? Because he goes from being horrified. You could like his, if you had to look up what somebody's face that's horrified looks like, that's this person's face. It's and like then, vision. yeah. But then, because I mean, he now you know he watched Wanda like send Monica, you know, to hell, <laughs> banished, <laughs> and um, he watched her do that, and so you could. You can yep. see him being horrified and then go back to fake smiling. Yeah. And then, I mean, the, again, the more questions and answers comes into when he asks, when he tells her, we don't have to stay in Westview. And she's like, I got it under, yes, yeah, we do. I got it under control. Control. Oh, that word control. And then that right there, I mean, that leads to the theory and the line of the episode being, it's Wanda, it's all Wanda makes people think it is Wanda controlling this and a lot of our theories from episode one being she's had a breakdown after Endgame. Oh yeah. And, which ties into the comics when she's at X Manor. Um she she's she's had, she, I mean in all honesty she deserves to have a breakdown. Let's be real. Yes. You know Peter Quill had like a couple of small bad things to him and he set off a cataclysmic event of shit that should have never happened. Wanda's had like this is all Quill's fault. Yeah, this is all Quill's fault. First of all, you know, hashtag Quill caused it. Um, so she, she, if anything, she should go kill Peter Quill first. <laughs> Vision would be alive. I'm just saying. Um, but uh, you know, she, she has had so much tragedy. Like it, if anything, this show it could be an indictment on PTSD. It goes back Almost. to yeah, it goes back to Sokova. Yeah. Her parents, you know, yeah. and and not moving what with the Stark weapon because they didn't know if any movement would cause it to blow up. Yep. And, and then her brother. Right. And now the only person or person, quote unquote, thing that made her feel alive also, she actually <laughs> ironically <laughs> Yeah, she kills him. Ironically caused by Vision only comes into existence because of Ultron, who ironically kills Pietro, and there's a lot of weird shit going on there. It's And I even read a theory that Vision is actually like a part of him is Ultron, and it's going to be a way to let Ultron come back. There's a way they could do that. I don't think they will. Because the MCU feels like it's very like moving forward with stuff. Um, sorry for that outside noise, everyone. I got a neighbor here that thinks if your car is loud and muscly, you're cool. Um, I was wondering what that was. <laughs> yeah, no, that, that that's a Mustang. Uh, so, kids, here's an example. Just because you have a loud car doesn't mean you're a cool person. Read comics instead. That makes you cool. Um, <laughs> But uh, nerd, whatever, man. Nerds are nerds are the new. We sexy. really are. I mean, we're the ones making billions, billions of dollars at the box office. Yes. You know, I mean, 
anyway, but uh, so there's that, and um, you know, my last, I'm gonna Eric, I'm gonna give you my like thoughts on the show. Okay, I know I've changed what I think is happening. I'm gonna drop my theory on where the show is going and what's gonna happen. I actually had to write it down, and I changed it like six times. So I, I, I'm liable to change it again. I probably will. But right. Wanda is the villain. Ooh. I don't think there's a big bad. Not necessarily. I think she is just dealing with some shit. And even the name of the show, WandaVision, what if it's really Wanda's vision? And this is all Wanda's vision of what the show what her life would be with Vision. And I even kind of was prescribing to the theory, she may have his dead body, which sounds disgusting and weird, considering they made Whoopi. But it wouldn't surprise me. It, you know, you did see his corpse body reanimate itself, and I'm wondering if that was some of the reality coming back into play. But Yeah, very well, very well could be. Yeah, I think she's the big bad. And I think when we walk out of the show, I I think vision, this manifestation of vision, you can already tell whatever it is. I don't think it's really vision. First of all, vision's not really alive. There's no way. No. We watched him die twice. <laughs> He's yes. dead. Um, but I think this incarnation of vision still carries some of the AI from vision. In It's starting to put together the pieces that, hey, this thing that's creating me is also not real and is also really messed up. And at this point, I think the only person or thing that can stop it from happening is that vision. So I'm anticipating vision. I don't think they're going to have a fight necessarily, but there's going to be a come to Jesus moment where he's like, yo, you need to stop this shit. Like you're impacting real life people. Yes. And I think he's going to do it. And then I don't know where that goes in a Spider-Man 2 or Spider-Man 3, rather. But I'm just telling you now, I think she may be a villain in Doctor Strange 3 as well. Um, and that's where I could see Morfisto coming into play at Order Mommy. All right. Yeah. No, very good. Um, yeah, I mean, a couple questions I have. I mean, Who's the witness? You know, it's a guy. Is it? I mean, we really haven't seen much of him. We don't know much about him. As you said, Agnes was the only wasn't on the resident list. What if it's Ralph? Uh, that's one of mine. And then one theory I came across and reading it bought into. Advanced idea mechanics. Iron Man 3, AIM. Good old AIM. You think they're involved in some way, don't you? I do. I'm, I'm not against that. This I mean, show... If you is... think about the whole... Think about Iron Man 3, I mean, trying to use the... Trying to use the same technology, trying to do all that. Makes sense here, yeah. But we will have to find out in t- next week. Hey, so I do. Okay, I swear to God, it's my last question. 
I swear, I promise you, because this is like a real thing. Do you think we should have gotten the first three episodes? They released the first two, and people were kind of like, eh. So then you had to hang with it, you know? Because, again, it's not everybody's cup of tea. And even I admittedly kind of struggled getting through episode one, at least. Like, what the hell am I watching? But then you get episode two. And you're like, okay, you know, for the children, blah, 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 blah. That's cool, the radio. And then you get episode three. And then what makes me also wonder this is that a lot of critics and influencers, when they got to see the show, they got to see it a little bit early, they got the first three episodes. And you could tell that when the show is getting reviewed really well, that's kind of what it was based on, is that you've got the first three. And I just wonder, just as like a hindsight thing, should we have gotten the first three episodes instead of the first two, where we could have really gotten the setup or was waiting that extra week, like creating the payoff better? Creating the pay- it created the payoff. I think so? Okay. Yes. I think it killed some casual viewers. That's just me. Luckily, this isn't a movie, but I think, you know, it's very easy to be stuck in our little world and think, oh, people understand all these references, but, you know, the reason these movies make billions and billions is it because every nerd that read every comic is out there going to see them. I mean, we are, but let's be honest, we're a minority, not a majority. Um, and it's because you're getting the casual viewer. And, you know, it's kind of like what happened with Inhumans, where... I mean, that show was trash. I never actually finished watching it. I refused to. Yeah. It was... I think I think Marvel would prefer us to forget it happened, too. Um, but I just, I kind of wonder, like, I, I, I'm not either way. I'm glad we got it the way we did. But I also wonder, man, if we had gotten the first three episodes, like, I feel like we would be in, like, a gladiator arena type frenzy about the show instead of like oh my god episode four it'd be like holy crap that's amazing you know and then we would have the same enthusiasm all the way throughout but um. yeah that's the and that's the theory with today's day and age with with tv and the binge model do you release them all at once or do you release them weekly uh I'm personally a fan of the weekly because it makes the viewer want to come back. But as long as it's good. But at the same time, it's also from the casual viewer standpoint, if one or two episodes suck, you're likely going to lose that person. Yeah. I mean, what are we just talking about with The Walking Dead? Where it was like, you have to get through the first like three episodes of that show. Yeah. And then it hooks you, and then you're like, oh, okay, cool. Yes. But I could understand why somebody would watch the first one or two and be like, I'm not watching this trash anymore. I'd yeah. also understand why they wouldn't watch it after season four, but that's another discussion for another day. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, but that was the whole, I think that's the whole thing with this, with WandaVision. And I think it, I mean, you theorized it's her vision and that could make that actually a great thought uh, because it very well could be as we've theorized too that it's in her head. Um, so I know we're, you, you kind of circled back into that. Um, but 
I'm just trying to, I like to try to figure out what I love about this is I'm trying to figure out who's involved. Like I want to, <laughs> like I'm on team, team Lewis and team Wu. Dude, I want to see a show with them. <laughs> Could you imagine? Like, again, I just, I want to see a show with just Wu and Lewis. I think it'd be great. I want to see them go on adventures together. I want to see the FBI agent and his experience along with the astrophysicist and her experience. And yeah, I give me that show. 10 episodes right now. Instead of working in Hawkeye. Uh, oh man, that's not very nice. <laughs> I mean, it's true, but you know what's crazy is that like two or three weeks after the show ends, guys, we get Falcon and Winter Soldier, which I'm not really excited about. I gotta admit. I was more excited for WandaVision than I was for Falcon and Winter Soldier just because I like the weird and wacky stuff. But I'm also, I'm just interested to see where they're going to take that show. But if this shows any indication of like what Marvel's bringing to the table for Phase 4, like, give me more. Hell yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, absolutely agree with that. And yeah, WandaVision Episode 4. Uh, and there were a lot of spoilers if you got through this. And you didn't see the episode. Well, we gave a lot of information, but you still have to watch it to understand it because even rewatching it, I still don't fully understand what happened. Watch it two or three times. Like I watched um, it again this morning for the third time and I'm still seeing things I missed. Yeah. And that's, uh, that's what is so great about the show. Uh, there's so many little Easter eggs references that keeps you wanting more and adds to the theories that are out there. But Great episode. Can, the show continues to amaze me and how they're doing it. I'm We're excited. Halfway for, done. I'm excited for episode five uh, to see how they continue this. Um, hopefully, we get more questions as to who created the bubble, who's the witness, and is Vision really alive? Dun dun dun. He's not. <laughs> yeah, mostly, most likely, he's not. Yeah, um, but, but I, I'm going to end it with this. I think, I think Monica is going to become a big fixture to this um, because I think she could, I think that she's going to be an integral part of this next phase. Oh yeah. Give, give me more. I, I, I'm on board. It's even making me like Captain Marvel. So. Yes. Uh, so that is our episode. We appreciate everyone listening and like and subscribe. And uh, we will be back next week uh, with a episode of, with an episode recap of episode five, not a full episode dedicated to it. Hopefully they don't blow our minds completely like they did this week. Yes. And then we will discuss how to fix the DCU. Eric, it's your favorite topic. Yes. Uh, we're going to discuss how to fix it. There will be some recasts. And yeah. Eric's going to change the name to Marvel and just call it the Avengers, and that's going to be his fixing. Pretty much. <laughs> that's pretty just much. hire Chris Evans and Robert Downey Jr. They can play Batman and Superman. It's cool. They probably could. <laughs> All right. Bye, guys. Bye.